This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? Come on. Going to be a good show today, a topic that uh, you guys want to hear all about, and uh, I have lived it out for 10 years, the uh, good, bad, and the ugly of contracts, and I cannot do an episode talking about contracts without talking about relational intelligence. They go hand in hand. Years ago in high school, I remember I had a buddy, I'm not going to say his name, and he had a crazy ex-girlfriend. And I remember they broke up. It was actually my brother or my friend's older brother. And this lady was crazy that that uh, he dated. So anyway, they got a restraining order against this lady. And well, I mean, she was a high school girl at the time. But anyway, even though everything was in writing, you know, that she wasn't allowed to come near him or anything like that, she would still do it. And it was a crazy situation that uh, really kind of got out of hand. And in business, it can be the same way. Just because something's in writing, doesn't necessarily mean that's the end all be all. We're dealing with human beings. So we're going to talk about relational intelligence today. We're going to talk about contracts, how to construct them, when I have contracts uh, in my business with my customers and how I navigate that. And when I don't, there's actually times where I don't feel like it's necessary to have a contract and it would actually be kind of offensive to some of my clients if I requested a contract. And I'll explain all of that. There's certainly times I do have a contract and I have everything in writing and signatures and, and just an incredible attention to detail with clear communication of what services we're providing and when your card on fire will be charged. Extremely important. Uh, we're going to talk about it all today. Hey, Jobber, thank you for sponsoring today's show. Getjobber.com forward slash Paul is our new link. You can try Jobber for free for 14 days by simply going to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. And before I forget here, folks, I want to say thank you to a couple of people who recently left us ratings and reviews in the iTunes this means a lot to Mr. Producer, myself, and to the old algorithm. So thank you to May May 101 for the five-star review. And he actually said he had previously left us a four-star review because the audio, and folks, we have fixed this. We have addressed this, and we really, 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 really appreciate your feedback and letting us know this. What happened was the way that we were doing post-production and saving the files the, the files were actually not loud enough to compete with a lawnmower that's going or a backpack blower or a bobcat or, you know, we're around loud machines all day long and we didn't take account for that. And so anyway, we've made adjustments in post-production and processing. So let us know, but you should be able, as you listen with, you know, loud noises, I've tested this and could hear the new episodes fine. So we apologize for the episodes in the archive where especially we had a phone guest, maybe they weren't loud enough. We think we have fixed all that and I have a very uh, easy to listen to podcast uh, for the future. So thank you, May May 101, for the five-star review and uh, for the feedback. It is very helpful. We also want to acknowledge and say thank you to, and I'm going to try my best. It's a username. It says J-D-A-M-S, J-Dams maybe. Zero nine nine one seven seven is his username. Sorry, I missed my radio job. Come on down this weekend. Mark Ross going to be at Fox Theater. You don't want to miss him. Mark in the dark. Mark in the morning. You may have remembered those days. You can come on down to the Fox Theater. Anyway, 
<laughs> that's not the review. That's my uh, uh, me missing being on radio. Great talking points. And uh, he drops us with a five-star review and uh, several nice sentences. He uh, started listening at episode 75 with Keith Kalfas, Sean Spencer, our most popular episode. And uh, he's listened ever since. So thank you guys for these ratings and reviews. Paul here to share about the CRM that I personally use in my business, and that is Jobber. My favorite feature of Jobber is the ability to store my customers' cards on file. This has helped tremendously with cash flow in my business. It is convenient and helpful on the first of each month to charge my customers' cards who are on the monthly retainer program. Then, for those special one-time projects, it's easy to simply charge my customers' cards at the time of completion of the work. No more waiting for the check to arrive in the mail. Jobber has increased efficiency in my business. Now they are offering a free 14-day trial if you would like to explore if Jobber is the CRM for your business. We have a new link that will also get you 20% off your first six months. Just visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to get started with a 14-day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. All right, so I'm really excited to talk about contracts today, but first and foremost, we need to talk about relational intelligence. There is the fine print of the contract, but there's still human beings involved in the storyline here. I do one-on-one coaching, and last year I was uh, talking with a fellow, several different conversations. This was a difficult situation to help walk him through. And uh, he got screwed out of thousands of dollars. He had a contract that uh, was very clear with a client that ripped him off. And long story short, what was in the fine print, the person that he performed the services for did not pay him. And the situation could have gone to court. And my friend who I helped walked, you know, through this situation with several conversations, lost, you know, several nights of sleep because he's just so frustrated from this situation and all this emotional distress. And it was, a, it was an ugly situation. And as I'm talking to this person and trying to walk them through this situation, they just, the, the first, you know, couple conversations that we had, they're just like, oh, Paul, I look at the fine print here. And I was like, I don't, I don't even need to read it. I was like, I, I, I know what you're telling me is in the fine print, what's in the contract, but you're dealing with a human being. And or human beings, it was a, a I'm not going to get in details of who it was, but it was a, it was a company that didn't pay him. And so I really, I said, you know what, you are correct. What's in the contract. They owe you this money. They're not going to pay you this money unless you take them to court. So you have to make the decision. Are you going to dish out the money and go through the whole long drama of all that? And the point was, as I started asking them questions, I was like, well, how did you meet these people? And what, and, and as he began to tell me, he you literally out of his mouth, he's like, I knew I shouldn't have done this because they did this and I saw the red flag here. And then he said this. And and as they were um, you know, negotiating this deal, he had red flags and yellow flags and he ignored them and he signed the contract and he still hasn't gotten paid to this day. They owe him thousands and thousands of dollars. Obviously, that bridge is kind of burnt and that relationship is bad. He didn't necessarily listen to everything I told him, but it was an ugly situation. And so I just want to say that we can do several episodes on how to communicate. There's nonverbal communications or verbal communications. There's so much relationally that we can as business owners learn 
develop and be excellent at in our communication, whether it's through a text message. And, and one thing I'll say real quick about that is pre, proofread your text messages. I get text messages from folks and they, they have, there's misspellings and there's, it's all over the place. I'm like, they didn't even proofread. They just randomly said something or texted something. And, and uh, that doesn't fly well when you're, you're dealing with multimillionaires, when you're dealing with potential, uh, potentially billionaires and wealthy folks, you know, be excellent in our communication, even if it's a text message. I mean, I know there's slang like LOL and stuff like that can be appropriate, but just put the period in the right spot and text, you know, professionally. And, we, we can learn how to communicate professionally. So anyway, that's other episodes for other days about how to communicate well, how to have relational intelligence. But I don't want to do an episode on, as I've been, you know, people have asked me to do so on contracts without messaging, without um, making, how do I say it? Without making sure we understand that there's still a human being element involved. And we have to, before we sign the dotted line, we have to ask ourselves, you know, questions. Do I trust this person? Because even if I sign the contract, it's still, they have, you know, we're trusting that they're going to keep their end of the bargain. And none of us want to take this thing to court. None of us, I've never had to do that in my business. I have been screwed out of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for several different reasons, but not everyone's going to keep their end of the contract, even if there's a signature on the paper. And I think that I don't want to beat the dead horse, but we're dealing with people. And so with that being said, contracts are important. They need to be detailed of what our services that we are providing are going to be and what the cost is, what, you know, meaning what is the customer going to pay us? What is the pricing structure? How are we getting paid? When are we getting paid? And a very, you know, clear instruction and in, in detail of the services that we provide. I had Phil Saros on the show uh, several episodes back, and he was telling us, you know, the details in which he goes into depth when he creates the contract of every little thing that he's gotten screwed of, of over the years of not being in the contract. Like, for example, after they do work with a skid steer, and the skid steer maybe it's muddy or whatnot, and it goes across the driveway and it leaves marks or the tire marks from the weight of the machinery, and it leaves little skid marks on the driveway. Now, most people aren't going to notice, and a good rain is going to wash that or most of it, but there is the customer that's going to say, hey, Phil or Paul or whoever, why is there skid marks on my driveway? They weren't here before your team came out here. You better get that fixed up, and then we as contractors need to go out and get the pressure washer and clean it up. Well, if that's in the contract and, and, and we communicate that, hey, we are going to have a big machine here. Your driveway is old. It could leave skid marks. If it does, there's an additional charge for pressure washing, which is X amount of dollars. We will be careful, uh, you know, not to make skid marks. But if there is, we want to be clear that that will be extra. That's not included. And there's all kinds of things. I've had many issues with fences where customers want me to take apart their fence then we take part of their fence and it's so old and raggedy and bro it breaks. And then, oh, well, you've broke our fence. Well, no. Well, yeah, you did. Well, your fence was old. And when we took it apart, it wasn't coming back together. Oh, you need to fit. And so there's so many issues like that that come up. And so as we make the mistake, now I don't touch fences. I tell my customers, hey, we're going to need to bring a bobcat back here and we're going to need 
that area of the fence taken apart. And I, I, I have my customers take it apart before we get there. And then typically some of them are like, well, we don't know, even know how to do that. And then if they want us to do it, we'll charge a lot extra because it's a pain in the rear end to take a fence apart. I'm not a fence. I mean, that's not our specialty, but depending on what kind of fence it is, you got to, you know, take some work to take those things apart. And it never goes back together quite as easy as you'd think. Cause it's all got to be aligned and all that. It's easier to install because you're you're just kind of moving with the flow there. But when you take a section of it out, we've had problems with that. So there's all, I could give example after example, whether it's a skit, you know, a, a tire mark on the driveway or taking apart a fence to pe- fit a piece of equipment in the backyard. As we learn the hard way, we learn there's all these things that we want to include in the contract. Now that's for installations where we're doing stuff like that. Uh, situations, and I've been contemplating, I've had some guys ask me, I, I do have a contract for maintenance for, you know, weekly lawn mowing or, you know, build monthly and all that. And I'm thinking of, of putting that contract on our website, greenindustrypodcast.com. I'm just putting a couple of tweaks to it. And as soon as that's available, I'll let you guys know if you want to use the contract template uh, that we use for our weekly lawn maintenances. But we need to be very, very clear that here's the service we are providing and what's included, what's not included. Just be clear, very, very detailed so that our customer it is established in the fine print what we are providing and when we are to get paid. And I, you guys know that I use Jobber. I get my customers' cards on file. Well, whatever CRM you use, most of these CRMs they have where you can store your customer card on file. I love having the control of having my customers' cards on file. But with that responsibility, we need to be very integral and responsible that we only charge our customers cards when agreed upon. And I've been 100% faithful to this point and I'm very, very careful and you know, uh, diligently watching over my um, accounts to make sure that their cards only charged when agreed upon. But that is something that's very important. I know a lot of us get very busy. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot going on, but that's something that you can break trust very quickly if you would charge it at the wrong time. And so just being very attentive to the detail of, okay, Mrs. Jones, here's when we're going to charge your card. You know, the job's $10,000. You pay us $3,334. Uh, we'll get your project scheduled. The projected date is two weeks from now. Now, Mrs. Jones, we can't control the weather. We have several other jobs to bang out before we get to your job. But if everything goes as scheduled, we'll start your job two weeks from today on Thursday, when we start your job, Mrs. Jones, and this is all in writing, we will charge your card $3,333.33 the day that we start the work. When our equipment's on, you know, when we bring out the Toro Dingo, and we're working, we're going to charge your card that day. Mrs. Jones, the final day when the work is fully complete, you can walk the property with us, We'll make sure you're satisfied that everything we said we would do is completed to your liking. It's a good shape. And then before our team leaves your property, we will charge your card the final amount of $3,333.33 before we pull our trucks off your property when the job is complete. And this is in writing. This is communicated when I, you know, meet with my customer. I, you know, I look them in the eye with my integrity, because I, I walk clean and pure and holy before God, before man, I can stare him in the eye and say, here's what we're going to do. 
Here's when you're going to pay us. We'll have the card on file. Here's when we'll charge the card. Do you have any questions? No. And so I, there's things to emphasize that I've learned in the communication. For example, we can't control the weather. Uh, if it rains three days in a row, then we're probably going to be two or three days behind in, in, in getting to your job. And so just clear communication. Our customers will appreciate it. We'll appreciate it. And it just helps everything flow better. Now to the contracts, I, uh, I'm going to try to get my contract up, uh, available so you guys can, can download that if, if you want to use that as a template, but there's so much variations, whether you're in hardscaping, landscaping, lawn care, fertilizer, and weed control, there's so many different variations. That's why I'm not going to put out all my contracts, but I've had a lot of requests, at least for the lawn mowing one of, of what we use. So I'll put that, Mr. Producer, put that on the list of things that we need to get done next week. And we'll try to get that out uh, to you guys if you want to use that as a template. But keep in mind, we're dealing with human beings. And so it's not, they're not, it's not robots that it, it, just because they sign it, that everything's going to go just as documented. There's unfortunately there, you know, with 8 billion people on this planet, there's some really good folks on this planet and there's some rotten apples as well. And so that takes everything back to the conversations that we've had on the show before about vetting customers, being very careful in the vetting process. And, and if you have a wife, bring her into your business and let her, women have this this sense where they can sense if something's off with someone. We need to listen to that. I, I don't have a wife yet, but I, you know, when I do have her, I'm going to say, listen, if you ever feel something unfunny about someone, let me know. And we need to be sharp. We need to be, you know, well-rested and, and well-nourished and, and, and keeping our brains functioning sharp and be just careful when we're negotiating with people and we're talking with people to, to make sure we are uh, protecting ourselves. So my friend that signed that contract with that sketchy company that didn't pay him, even though they signed the dotted line that they would, and they, 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 they probably manipulated him because they know he's probably not able to afford the whole court experience and they're just bullying him and manipulating him. And it was hard for me to have this conversation with my friend and, 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 and this fellow that I'm one-on-one -on -one coaching, but at the end of us talking through it, he realized that yes, those folks from that company were sketchy and did him wrong, but there's the responsibility that was on his shoulder that he ignored the red flags. He ignored the yellow flags. He ignored the sketchy parts of the situation when one of the red flags was, well, what was wrong with the company that was doing this before? Because when he got there, everything looked pretty good. And he was like, just didn't really add up why he would, they would switch for, anyway, he should have connected the dots. And so we need to be alert. We need to be aware. And if somebody gives us reasons to slow down and, and think things through, you know, we need to be very careful uh, what contracts we sign. And when we do sign them, that there's just an overwhelming amount of clear communication. So be careful out there, my friends. I obviously talk about how I pray in my business, but I, before I sign the dotted line, before I make deals, I literally bring it before God in prayer. God, is this a path you want me to go or is it not? And, and uh, it's never good to rush into something and be hasty. So a lot of times I'll sleep. You've heard the phrase sleep on it. I'll go to bed. I'll pray and I'll go to bed. God, is this something that I should be doing or not? Give me, give me a dream tonight. Give me wisdom. And a lot of times I wake up in the morning and there's just a clarity. Yes, proceed or slow down and be cautious or no, don't do it. And, the, the, and God can give us 
a lot of uh, clarity if we ask him. And uh, that's how I want my businesses to be led is, you know, from heaven and, and, and to have uh, clarity uh, that's wisdom beyond just my own. And there's also in the Proverbs, it talks about having a, in the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom. And so just having wisdom by having counselors in our business, having other folks looking in that in my friend's case, he didn't have that. And so he was just a lone ranger and he made a very poor decision that costed him a lot of financial loss and emotional stress that could have been avoided when we have a team. We don't necessarily have, a, have to have a team on staff, but a, a group of friends or, yeah, I guys, I offer one-on-one coaching. I'd love to help. And there's, there's other ways that we can have people help that can keep an eye on our business, that can look into our business and say, hey, have you considered this? Or, you know, make sure you're being careful over there. I have a friend who I uh, text with and, and uh, talk with quite a bit. And he's, you know, he's a lot older and wiser in many ways than me about um, life. Cause he's, you know, not necessarily everyone who's older than us is wiser than us, but there are people who have lived life for a while that have a lot of wisdom. And so he'll hint at me sometimes, hey, are you, are you watching this? Or, hey, I'd be kind of careful over there. And uh, I love friends like that. Not not that they're uh, nitpicking my every move, but they're, they got my back. And when they see that I'm potentially making a poor choice, they don't mind, you know, out of love helping me. So hope this makes sense, guys. We can definitely elaborate on contracts. There's so much that uh, goes into it that uh, I didn't share today, but I just wanted to cover the, the relational element of it. Just because we signed the dotted line doesn't mean everything's going to go perfectly as planned. We are dealing with human beings and we want to make sure if we commit to do something, whether it's our word, that it's our bond, that we are faithful to our word, that's in business and that's in every area of life. If we say we're going to do something, we do it. And also in our contracts, when we sign something, we make a commitment that we carry that out. So hope this has been helpful, guys. Thanks again to Jobber for sponsoring today's show. Uh, we are running a special at getjobber.com forward slash Paul, where you can try Jobber for 14 days for free. That link is in today's show's notes, or it's a simple memorization there, getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Head on over there. And uh, thanks, guys, for... Um, uh, dropping these ratings and reviews. We appreciate that. And we also have a donate link on our website, greenindustrypodcast.com. If you have been blessed by the Green Industry Podcast and you would like to give us a donation, we certainly appreciate that. You just click on the donate button. It takes you to our PayPal. And uh, we have put out, uh, I think, hundred. this is 138th episode of the Green Industry Podcast for free. We continue to try to make these, you know, better audio quality, the best content we can, and all 138 episodes are for free. It's a free resource to this community. And uh, obviously it's not free to us. It takes a lot of time to produce these shows and a lot of money with all the subscriptions to all the moving parts with all the audio and RSS feeds and all this podcasting stuff that you might not even be aware of and all the equipment, all this stuff. So if you are blessed by the Green Industry Podcast and you almost want to link arms with us and just want to say thank you guys for making the Green Industry Podcast, uh, we certainly appreciate your gifts at uh, greenindustrypodcast.com by clicking on the donate button there. We'll be back soon, guys. Thanks for listening.